This is The Connection, a Dirty Free Hub podcast connecting gravel cyclists to where they ride through short stories about culture, history, people, places, and lands. The Brands Ranch Trail System, just west of Scottsdale, Arizona, is in the McDowell Sonoran Preserve, an area making up nearly a quarter of the land around Scottsdale. Today, it is a trail paradise for hikers, mountain bikers, and gravel cyclists. I have personally ridden through Brown's Ranch on both day rides and on a bikepacking trip using a drop bar mountain bike. The area is rich with incredible exposed geology and a slice of Sonoran biodiversity. On the show today, we are talking with Stu Alt, a trail steward and longtime resident of Scottsdale, Arizona. Stu, welcome to the podcast. We're really excited to have you with us. Thank you, Forrest. It's my pleasure. Stu, you are a trail steward for Brown's Ranch. What does a trail steward do? And how long have you been a trail steward? I've been a steward for nine years. A little terminology here, I actually volunteer with the McDowell Sonoran Conservancy, which is an organization founded by the citizens of Scottsdale to convince the city to preserve the land. They started in 1990, putting pressure on the city. And in 1993, the city finally acquiesced and created the McDowell Sonoran Preserve. At that time, the preserve was five square miles and it's grown over the years. It's currently 47 square miles with 225 miles of trail. It's the largest urban park fully contained in an urban area in the country and one of the largest in the world. Um, the aim of the conservancy was not to preserve just the mountains, but also to preserve the land around the mountains to keep this beautiful area from becoming part of the great stucco forest of Phoenix as it expanded across the valley with single family houses. So they were able to successfully do that. And it was quite a, uh, a feat. They even convinced the people of the city of Scottsdale to tax themselves to purchase the, uh, the lands. And currently there are about seven or 800 active uh, stewards. I do patrol and patrollers cover the preserve on foot on bicycle or on horseback. And essentially we act as ambassadors for the preserve. We answer questions, give out maps, give directions, let people know about some of the regulations like dogs on leash and no e-bikes and things like that. Uh, we also look at trail conditions and we report back to see if any repairs are needed on uh, the trails. I'm glad to hear there's such support for this area because I found it particularly beautiful. And as a part of the McDowell Sonoran Preserve, Brown's Ranch encompasses some classic Sonoran desert scape. Could you walk us through the expected terrain, geology, and mountains that make up the area? Well, the McDowell Mountains are a relatively small range. They go from about 1,700 feet at the lowest trailhead to 4,000 feet at its peak. And those are in the southern part of the preserve. Now, the southern part of the preserve is mostly schist and granite. It's uplifted. And the terrain, I think, is better suited for hiking than for bicycling, although people do bicycle down there. It tends to be, uh, in the jargon, bony or rather stony and uh, rocky. 
whereas the north is mostly granite and decomposed granite, uh, it's noteworthy that the rocks that make up the southern part are 1.7 billion years old. And that compares to the oldest rock in the Grand Canyon at 1.8 billion years old. The granites to the north are younger, but they're still 1.4 billion years old. They erode in, it's called spheroidal weathering, and they erode in these rounded shapes that form these very nice uh, hoodoos and rock mounds. And in the north, you've only got a, a handful of mountains, and they're basically jumbled piles of granite boulders. And the terrain around them lends itself to flowing single track um, and, you know, in and out of washes, uh, tends to be what I would think of as intermediate. Um, the technical sections, if there are any, are very clearly defined, or if you encounter them in a trail, they tend to be fairly short and can be portaged if you want or challenge your skills and do that. So along with that interesting geology that's found at Brown's Ranch, could you tell us a little bit about the unique Sonoran plant life that riders could expect to see? I may be a little biased, but the Sonoran Desert is the best desert in North America by far. Um, it only gets eight inches of rain a year, but as opposed to the other deserts in North America, it has two rainy seasons. It has a winter rainy season and it has a summer monsoon. And since the rainfall is spread out so well, it allows for a very lush uh, flora. You have the largest cactuses in the United States, the saguaro, that's the classic cactus. If you were to ask a small child to draw a picture of a cactus, he almost certainly would draw a saguaro cactus. Uh, a relative of the saguaro, the cardone, is a little bit bigger, but that's found in the Sonoran Desert also in, in Mexico. Saguaros can grow up to almost 80 feet tall. You've also got lots of other cactuses. Uh, they're called choyas and barrel cactus, prickly pears, uh, lots of trees. And then, of course, one of the best things and the thing that draws a lot of people to the Sonoran Desert are the spring blooms where the annual flowers come in. And the, that starts usually at the end of February, and they will peak sometime in March or April, and then the cactuses start blooming. And then by May, everything sort of, uh, the saguaros are the last to bloom, and then everything desiccates for the summer. Well, it sounds like with all these different users on the trail, including hikers and cyclists and people on horseback, cyclists on the trails should be aware of these users. What should cyclists do and not do? When I take somebody to the reserve for the first time, I like to tell them my two rules. The first rule is don't crash into anything that has thorns or spikes on it. And rule two is everything has thorns or spikes on it. So other than avoiding your crashing, and honestly, in 40 years of riding, I've never crashed into a cactus. So I, it, it, it can be done, but it isn't a common thing. I think it follows the rules of trail riding just about everywhere else. Bikers yield to hikers. Hikers and bikers yield to horses. And even though hikers have the right of way, the vast majority of hikers if you let them know you're coming, we'll step off the trail. And so the, it's, it's always good to be polite. Let them know you're coming, maybe back off the speed a little bit. And 
thank them for moving off the trail, say hello, have a nice day. Horses are a little bit different. Uh, normally, I would recommend you stop for horses, make verbal contact with the riders. Horses are unpredictable animals and can be dangerous, uh, but ask the riders what they would like you to do. And often you can work out, they'll work something out that they know their horses better than you do. You don't want to ride up on a horse and scare it and possibly injure the rider or the animal or a, a local pedestrian. Uh, you just have to have fun. That's the first rule. Second rule, don't be a jerk, I suppose. The Sonora, uh, the preserve does have a few rules that, that the dogs, dogs have to be on leash. Um, they don't allow any type of e-bike or motorized vehicle at all. And that's, that's was written into the uh, charter by the uh, city council of Scottsdale. So it has to be an official act of the city council to allow e-bikes on the preserve. And that's, um, hasn't been on their agenda at any time. It's also closed at night. You're not allowed to uh, go into the preserve or camp there at night. So one of the things that we can do as gravel cyclists to give back is to make a donation. This helps with everything from trail maintenance to facilities, the signage and more. If someone wanted to take a more active role, how could they become a trail steward like you? The Conservancy has oh, probably eight or 10 classes a year where new stewards are oriented. They go through a day of orientation. They have a mentor from an older steward, and then they're sort of gradually brought into different programs to see which ones they like. There are actually many different ways to participate as a steward. I patrol. Uh, there are hiking and nature guides that will take small groups out. Um, there are pathfinders who work out of the trailheads and guide people into optimal rides or hikes, send them the, send them where that's suitable for their abilities. Uh, there's also a citizen science program that does research on different aspects of the flora and fauna within the preserve, checking where, uh, doing insect, insect and mouse populations, snake populations, things of that nature. Another large thing is construction and maintenance, which builds trails. And then if there are uh, repairs needed, they will send teams out on certain days to go fix them. There's little boxes all over the preserve that contain tools for construction and maintenance to go out and uh, take care of the trails. So you can see there are a lot of different ways to do it. And it's a great way to give back to the city and uh, to the citizens of the world. And I'm very happy to do it. Stu, thanks for sharing that. And to everyone, that's Stu Alt, trail steward at Brown's Ranch, located in the McDowell Sonoran Preserve in Scottsdale, Arizona. Stu, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Forrest. Dirty Free Hub is a nonprofit organization fueled by your generous contributions. Find us at dirtyfreehub.org.